0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Raspberry Rock ASMR with me, Alicia. Have you ever heard of the term Blue Monday? I didn't until last year, this time. I made a mental note to share it with you as close to the date as possible this year. So, exactly what is Blue Monday? Apparently, the third Monday in January has been given this distinction as the most depressing day of the year. Well, that doesn't help liven me up when in my part of the world, it's winter. We just had 15 centimeters of snow this past weekend with more on the way and I don't know when I've last seen the sun. I did a bit more digging about this claim that people's moods will be at the height of negativity on January the 20th this year. It seems as though this phenomenon may not be completely scientific. I first heard about Blue Monday on the morning news and didn't recall them linking it to any proven study. So I'm curious as to what evidence-based studies say about this concept. The originator of the concept is Dr. Cliff Arnall, a Cardiff University psychologist of sorts. You can read between the lines on that statement. In 2005, Arnold came up with an equation at the request of a British travel company that calculates debt, motivation, weather, need to take action, and other variables. He later admits the equation is meaningless. I certainly am not demeaning the feeling of depression. Dr. Dean Burnett, a neuroscience doctor, expresses the concern of typecasting such a day, quote, what is extremely unlikely, i.e. impossible, is that there is a reliable set of external factors that cause depression in an entire population at the same time every year, End quote. He goes on to explain that true clinical depression is a complex condition that is affected by many factors, chronic, temporary, internal, external. Yet some media still gets hold of this concept or dare I say, myth, and runs with it. A Canadian news outlet, CTV, questioned Arnall's claim, much like Dean Burnett did, citing that the work Arnall did for the travel agency to come up with this very unscientific deduction allowed the travel agency to recommend people book a trip to warmer climates to escape the blahs of January. This irks me. Blue Monday was all about taking a vacation to alleviate depression, In a UK newspaper, The Independent, Arnall said it was not his intention for people to be negative about the day. When I first heard about it last year, my mind quickly jumped to a negative outlook of ick. Get me through this day. His intent was for people to bust out of their seasonal funk. Let's say goodbye to Arnall and turn our minds to seasonal funks. For some winter may make you feel blue. Last weekend was filled with snow, freezing rain, and rain. As I mentioned earlier, this weekend was filled with snow and the same is predicted for next weekend. I just realized that this year is a leap year with one extra day tacked on to the end of February. Yes, it's only one day, But to me, it seems like an entire month has been added to an already long enough season. Plus, my next visit to Raspberry Rock won't be until the middle of February. I suppose being able to pinpoint what throws me into a funk can help me in guiding me how to navigate out of it instead of feeling stuck. Need some ideas on how to get unstuck from your funk? Consider these. Do a quick assessment of your physical self. Do you need to make some adjustments to your diet? Increase your intake of vegetables? Decrease your intake of processed foods? Think about what you eat and how nourishing it is for your physical state. Maybe consider keeping a food journal for a couple of weeks to really see a true picture of food intake. Are you willing to try a meatless Monday for a month? My partner is avoiding milk products for two weeks to see what effect it will have on the body. Not having milk in his morning coffee is a bit irritating for him, but he's willing to adjust his diet, if only for two weeks. If you are on a diet, is it the right kind for you that is sustainable or is it a quick fix, further putting stress on your body? How is your sleep? Are you getting enough? My one friend is a night owl and will stay up past midnight yet she needs to be awake at 5 a.m. to start her workday. This sometimes results in her falling asleep in the early evening for a couple of hours, and then she is wide awake well into the night. It's an unbalanced cycle. If you're having trouble sleeping or trying to figure the cause and solution, seek out a medical expert's opinion. Explore an app that soothes the mind. Speak with a medical practitioner. There are many available resources and supports. The body's equilibrium is a delicate balance of many parts. It is your sanctuary, so to speak, that deserves constant care. Turn that funkified feeling into positive energy. Channel your energy into doing an activity that gives you the space you need to process what you're feeling and to work things out. If the weather is bad, stay inside and do an activity. A colleague spoke about decluttering their home. It felt good to not only minimize on items that were no longer needed, but they also donated as much as they could for those in need. The clearing of physical space may also help in creating mental space to work things out. This leads to the next tip of sharing with others, and I don't mean your funk. You may be going through a pity party, feeling sorry for yourself. Why not turn it around and extend an act of kindness for someone? I had received an email that was a bit disheartening late Friday afternoon. I knew this had the potential to spiral me into a funk. As I was processing and naming my emotions, someone stopped me as I was about to scurry down the stairwell. We spoke for a bit about a sensitive issue, and I sensed that what I could give was a friendly ear. That was all that was required. I cast aside that woe is me attitude and was fully present for this person. A great way to make me reflect on my outlook and encourage my positive mindset to shine through. I read this phrase, quote, we carry our issues in our tissues, end quote. You may think this involves a lot of crying into a Kleenex, which is perfectly fine to sit with your funk and let it out, but no, what I got out of this phrase is to realize that our emotions and whatever else is going on can latch onto our muscles and take up residence. This creates pain, immobilization, possibly leading to long-term effects. I spoke about energy medicine and energy healing in a much earlier podcast. Not everyone has access to an acupuncturist, a licensed massage therapist, or a Reiki practitioner. Discover self-massage, trigger point work, or even reflexology that you can do on your own. It doesn't have to be an expensive piece of equipment by any means. A soothing bath may melt the funk away. I bought a reasonably priced acupressure S-shaped stick that I used to knead my shoulders, shoulder blades, and neck. I thought it was a gimmicky tool at first, but I watched a YouTube video of a chiropractor suggesting it to a client as a type of aftercare for in-between visits, and it has proven to do my body good. Doing this type of bodywork on yourself is a way to release tensions held captive in the body and in the mind. Be at one with your funk, and I don't mean let it morph into you. Rather say, hi, to it. The email I got that Friday afternoon could have festered for the entire weekend, if not more. What I've learned to do is lay whatever negative emotions are dancing around inside my head and have them face me for what they are. Once I was able to work through those feelings, I could better understand the situation. I actually discovered positive aspects within the negativity. I'm pretty proud of myself for doing this in a mindful way. There was this sense of relief I felt in knowing things are going to be just fine. Negative talk and thoughts have and should not be allowed to have such ginormous power over a person. Unfortunately, it can. If it is helpful, talk it out with someone or do a brain dump and write it out as a release and let go mechanism. Let the negativity be absorbed into the ground. Breathe in some fresh, crisp air. You know where I'm going with this. Connect with nature. My last day at the cabin was filled with melancholy for me. I didn't want to leave my happy place and go back to the daily grind. Late in the afternoon, I decided to go for a short hike to feed my soul. There was a purposeful hike up a rugged hill to warm my body. The valley had this little rush of water traveling through it and I nimbly peeked over a cliff's edge to see and hear this feature. Wintergreen was peeking through the snow, and I foraged some to take back with me to make wintergreen tea. I discovered a clearing underneath some pine trees, and I took this moment to sit and do a one-minute meditation. The surroundings lent itself to being incredibly peaceful, and it moved me to my core. As Willow, Junebug, and I headed back, we crossed the frozen beaver pond. All of a sudden, I plopped myself on a patch of snow and made a snow angel. Willow and Junebug thought it was a playful game. The laughter that followed was that lighthearted feeling I needed to put things in perspective. I would soon be back at the cabin. I was glad to see the natural beauty of raspberry rock. Funks are impermanent. Know that you have it within you to help yourself out of one. Give yourself space to nurture all aspects of your being during those times. You are worth it. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the week, my friends.